0: Hello, praise the Lord. I know that uh, we're all experiencing a very different reality, uh, also as the church and as people of God. But I do pray, I do pray that we could uh, continue to, in a steadfast way, maintain um, community and some sort of normalcy, right? So uh, just to add to that, I'm going to help us. So I, I brought my... Name tag, just to bring some normalcy to our our worship. Uh, so let's let's uh, pray together one more time. Let's pray, Father. We thank you for who you are, and even uh, through the storm, even through uh, the most difficult seasons and situations, Father, you are still God. You are our anchor. You are our firm foundation. So this morning, as we share in your Word, Lord, will you speak to us? Those, especially those who are Uh, fearful anxious um, father just afraid of the unknown and what is to come father we pray that you will you will come in your uh, perfect peace in your presence and Jesus uh, will you give us a steadfast heart before you so be with us today be with the preaching of the word and all things in the name of Jesus we pray amen amen uh, the word for us today comes from Psalm 121, the book of Psalm 121. I'm going to read for us. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He will watch over you who will not slumber Uh, today, we all know this is a very uh, unique, different season. I don't know if we ever imagined uh, we will do church like this. I know this is very different for you. Uh, I could imagine all the families at home worshiping and listening to a sermon this way. But for us too, for us pastors, uh, this is also very just a different and, um, you know, we never imagined we would do church this way. But at the same time, uh, we're so thankful, right? I think I was just talking to someone. Imagine if this COVID-19 or this kind of uh, pandemic happened like even 10 years ago or 20 years ago, where when we had no technology, it would have been crazy, right? Uh, imagine without internet, cell phones, and God forbid, no Netflix, right? What would you do? Uh, it's insane. So uh, even in the midst of this, uh, I think we need a good, healthy perspective. Uh, we're so grateful, thankful, especially for us facing this in the States. Imagine if you are our other countries, third world countries, I mean, it's just a hundred times, thousand times worse. Uh, so let's also be grateful. Let's also be thankful uh, and be patient. And I know that this will also pass, right? This will also pass, so praise the Lord. So today, uh, very briefly, uh, we're going to look at this psalm. One of my favorite psalms, especially when we go through difficult seasons and seasons of turmoil. This psalm is uh, one of 15 psalms that we find uh, in the in the Bible that is titled Psalm of Ascent. Okay, Psalm of Ascent. And what this means is simply... Uh, the Israelites back then uh, were required to come to Jerusalem about three times a year for those special uh, days of worship. So one would be the Passover, uh, you know, there was special feast, and they would travel to Jerusalem to worship together at the temple. And these fifteen psalms were basically psalms that they would they would sing together. Uh, on their journey so they would take a long journey you know some people would live a little bit further away from the city so with their families or by themselves they'll walk towards jerusalem and jerusalem was on a higher plane so uh, there, will, there will be a lot of hills and mountains as you get closer to the city uh, and when these cities when this, these hills and mountains would appear uh, they will know that their destination was getting closer So the psalmist uh, basically today is saying, uh, I see now my destination, my my end point coming close. Uh, And they're (laughs) writing this psalm as a testament as they approach uh, the the holy mountain, the city of Jerusalem. But you know, um, when we begin to approach our destination, uh, there are two things. One is, of course, the goal is in sight. The destination, final destination, is in sight, so it's a good thing. But also here, the psalmist is testifying that not only the goal is in sight, but also because the goal is in sight, he also knows that there will be also a steep climb. The hills are coming. The mountain. Uh, is coming and that means there'll be a lot for them to be ready uh, so for us today as we look at this psalm this is a very you know uh, encouraging psalm a psalm of comfort uh, remember they're taking this journey and through all the struggles ups and downs you know the climbing the hill um, fighting off bandits and thieves there are of stories people getting robbed uh, uh, watching their food rationing food and water and from the scorching sun and the coolness of the night uh, they are concerned and they are on this journey they're going through a journey and yet the point of this psalm is what Uh, where does our help come from and it comes from the lord Uh, no matter at the end our ultimate help our source of help uh, is from the lord who is the maker creator of heavens and the earth Uh, so uh, first point First point today is uh, we can never outgrow our need for God. We can never outgrow our need for God. Um, We are also on a journey, right? We might not take pilgrimages to the holy cities, but life is a journey. And, you know, especially seasons like this, who would have known? It's crazy. I mean, even just, I think, what, like eight days ago, ten days ago, we're talking about summer plans, you know, parties, weddings, taking trips. So quickly, in an instant, everything changed. Now we're, we only have Netflix, and we're just eating. I joke around, but COVID-19 is there because it's, you're gaining 19 pounds at home. Uh, that's what I feel like. But this is crazy. How quickly things change, and really life is a journey. It's about different seasons that comes and goes. And in the midst of that, we are reminded, especially as we go through seasons like this, that our need, our ultimate help is the Lord, and we will never, ever outgrow that. And it is so humbling, again, because God reminds us right away. All right, God reminds us, who is your help? Who is our source of help? Who can we ultimately trust? And for this psalmist too, it's not even the destination, even it's not even Jerusalem or the holy city or these hills, but it's the one who created the mountains. It's the one who created the hills. It is the Lord. Alright, number two, the Lord is present in the journey as He is in our destination. So our end point is not just reaching the goal or the destination, but I think the God on, what God honors truly is, it's journeying truly with him, right? Journeying with him. What good is it when we reach the destination and we miss the Lord? So the psalmist is again reminding us, as I, I see my destination, I see the mountain, I see the holy city approaching, but yet still my ultimate source of hope and help is the Lord. It's not even the city of Jerusalem. It's not this or that. It's not a place or a location. It's not even people. But it's the one. He's the one that who created the heavens and the earth. Now Psalm 46, one says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. The Psalms over and over reminds us it is the Lord. I mean sometimes it's really too bad that it takes seasons like this you know, getting stuck at home for 14 days or who knows how many weeks or months for us to be reminded, oh man, really, we are so fragile, right? We're so fragile. We're nothing. We're really just suspect. I think, I mean, I don't know too much about the stock market and the finances, but I heard that it's just going crazy right now. Um, once again, just 10 days ago, 15 days ago, a month ago, uh, we were really doing well, even as an economy, so quickly. So we cannot place our ultimate hope on those things. Uh, Really, it is the Lord. And I I pray for that, that God would teach us and show us continually uh, His grace, even uh, through this season. The key word uh, here, this this whole psalm, is very simple, eight verses. Uh, One word pops up, and this is going to be my last point today. Uh, six times in these eight verses, the word in Hebrew is the word shamar, and the word is translated, translated as God watching over us. It's the verb, he watches over us. Uh, I think in the NIV, uh, the word is translated watching over us, I think five times. Uh, one time in verse seven, he used, they translated it as the word keep, but it's the same word. So six times. God watches over us. Uh, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you, the Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade. The sun will not harm you by day nor moon by night. The Lord will watch you from all harm. He will watch over you. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going over and over again. I mean, it is a, such a psalm of comfort. The psalmist is reminding us, no matter what your journey is, where you're headed, ultimately, God is your help, and He's the one who watches over you. Of course, this psalm is not a promise that we'll never ever face harm, or there will not be any tribulations or difficult times. That's not the point of the psalm. But the point of the psalm is, no matter what we face, He is there. He is present, and He will watch over you. It's a promise. Uh, Four ways he does this. Number one, I think he is a God who constantly watches over us from verse four. He does not sleep. He is consistent. Um, At this time, there are a lot of other idols, a lot of other gods in other nations. And so interesting, when you study these gods, there are many writings that these other gods actually sleep. They go to bed. So it's like, be careful at night because God's sleeping. But contrary to that, our Lord, The god who created the heavens and the earth he says he does not slumber he does not sleep he's constantly continually watching over us Uh, second way he watches over us is that he is also very close that he says the lord is your shade at your right hand he is with us amen he's truly with us Uh, i know that it's sometimes it's difficult to feel that or sense that but it is an absolute promise he gives us through the death of his son and coming of the holy spirit that now we are the temple of God, that God dwells in us, so he is with us, so he is close. So he is like a shade, he's like a shadow, he's attached to us. Uh, Third way he watches over us is that he watches over us in a complete sense. Verse 6 today says that he's like protecting us from the sun and from the moon. Um, uh, So one commentator wrote that this mentioning of protecting us in the moonlight is uh, actually from our emotional sufferings. Because in the ancients thought, at night, a lot of people go crazy. Uh, I, I don't know why. I mean, Pastor John knows. But it says during the nighttime, when it's you know, lonely and dark, that's when also like mental illness, emotional illness comes. And God even just even mentioning that. I'm not only God who's there in the sunlight during the day, but even at night. So holistically, completely, He watches over us. And lastly, verse 8 uh, he watches over us continually. Um, verse eight is a very famous verse. A lot of Hebrews, Israelites recite this almost every day. The Lord will watch over you, your coming and going, both now and forevermore. It's like a blessing. A lot of I know parents uh, say this verse, bless their children with this. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. This is another way God watches it continually, eternally. He's, he's going to walk with us. Just to close, end thoughts. Um, just two points I'm going to just make. We'll close today. One is, I think I read uh, Dr. Rob Reamer's post, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, and he says, uh, often revivals, uh, new work of God, uh, comes not during times of prosperity, but often it is in the times of famine, disease, difficulty, and persecution. And amen, I completely agree with him and, and see that, right? And perhaps the deeper work of God comes in during these difficult times, perhaps because it forces us to lift our eyes and to look at God again. Amen, right? Some of us, I mean, when things are good and prosperous and everything's cozy and nice, uh, we, God gets pushed out. But almost now we're at a point where we're forced almost to look at the Lord. And t- Psalmist testifies, where does our help come from? It is from the Lord who created the heavens and the earth. So I pray for that, that this season um, will not just be a season of disappointments and despair and fear, but it will be a season of renewal, a season of revival, and a new work of the Lord in your homes, in your hearts, in your families. I pray for that. Last one, and i to ask Pastor David to come up and lead us into our last song is, they say the, uh, the ancient people, the Israelites during this time, they said that they sang their travels. And I thought it was very powerful and interesting that these Israelites would sing their hopes and they would sing their fears. Uh, you know, basically today, what this, the uh, song Psalms of Ascent, these Psalms, what it is, is it's a playlist. <laughs> they're going on a journey and they're, they're literally singing these songs. And they will, they will sing their life. Because through the songs, the testimonies, this is what we believe in. And I want to ask us today, what songs are you singing? Especially during this challenging season. What, what are the songs? How are you singing your fears? How are you singing your hopes? Uh, what's the song of our hearts? Uh, and today, the psalmist is testifying, uh, my song is, My help comes from the Lord, the author of Heavens and the Earth. It reminds me of another song, um, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Um, You know, it's written by uh, Lilias Trotter, the missionary to Algeria, a single woman who went there for 40 years, and she passed away, giving her life to Algeria. And her famous song is that, "'Turn your eyes to Jesus and gaze upon Him, and things of this world will strangely fade away.'" Uh, So that is my prayer. You know, for us, uh, we are called to continually fix our eyes on Jesus Christ, who is the author and the perfecter of our faith. No matter how grave our current situation seems, once again, it will pass and God will finish what He has started in us and in your homes, right? I mean, day's gonna come, whether it's weeks or months or soon or later, it's gonna come once again, that we will look back during these seasons and realize, wow, that was a difficult but also a special moment, and I pray for that. so with that, I'm um, gonna just pray for us. If you could just pray, uh, bow with me, if you're able, uh, to spend some time in prayer, as Pastor John.